Hi, and welcome back to the Heirs of Christ podcast. I'm Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Paige. It's great to be back with you for my favorite, well, one of my favorites. Yes, yes. It is Folklore Week. I'm so excited. You have been looking so forward to this since we started this project. I have. I mean, Folklore is the album that brought me back. Okay. So I've shared the past couple of weeks how mm-hmm. I didn't know the album super well, but this one brought me back. Now, yeah. I don't want to skip our overview of the era. Yes, yes. This is 2020 to mm. 2022. Yeah. The color is silver and plaid and flannel and country or cottage core is what TikTok used to call okay. this type of clothing right you know so comfy comfy and you're um, stuck inside you can't go anywhere type of clothing right exactly so this album came out just as the pandemic was getting i don't know it was underway yeah it was probably about middle it was probably about summer of 2020 right yes so it um like i said it's the one that brought me back yeah yeah i remember buying this album yes i bought it uh when i was making my first trip back Mm -hmm. to northeast ohio to my friends from where i was at the time living yeah basically in taylor's home state Mm -hmm. yes pretty much pretty much yeah so there was a a sense of coming home with this album coming home to someone who i an mm-hmm. artist I really liked. Yeah. Um, her being in the type of music that I prefer. Yeah. So singer, songwriter, mellow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sort of thing. Um, I bought it for that first drive back. It was about yeah. an hour and a half. Uh-huh. And listened to it all the way through. Yeah. Um, and was just, it was what I needed mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think some like interesting things about this album is that it was written as we were all starting to shut down. Yep. And she sort of was like, what am I doing with myself? I now can't tour. I can't do any of this. So I'm going to sit and write. And this record was actually recorded all over the country. Yep. She did it in her house, in Jack's house, all over the place. And the first time they actually all sang it together mm-hmm. was for the Long Pond studio sessions that was recorded for Disney Plus. Right. And not even all of them, right? Yeah. Like Bon Iver, who is a guest star on this mm-hmm. album, essentially, he didn't wasn't able to come. Yeah. It was still, I mean, it was September of 2020. Yeah. The pandemic was still in full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> she created a studio space in her bedroom. Yes, the and Kitty Company or something like that. It's, it's Kitty Committee Studios, yes, I think. Yes, yeah. Uh, and she and her collaborators, right, worked in a bunch of different mm-hmm. places. And it's so interesting that shift for her, right? Mm-hmm. When we were talking about uh, Fearless yeah. and Speak Now, mm-hmm. it was really important for her to write that stuff alone. Yeah. I love seeing her move out of that. And now mm-hmm. she's collaborating with people who she likes and respects. Yes, and she wanted to work with. And I think what, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that make this album so unique and special. But if you watch the special on Disney+, mm-hmm. Plus, there's something she shares is that the label that she's working with did not know she had an album until the week before she was going to release it. Right. So she had put 
everything together, had the producers, mm-hmm. artwork, everything. I mean, we haven't even shown you. Right. This is one of the album versions of Folklore. Right. I actually have a different one, but it's yes. at my house. All of the albums are the same music-wise, but all of the covers. And this is sort of where it started, mm-hmm. where she released different versions right. artwork-wise mm-hmm. of the same thing. But she had everything all done and sort of was like, um, so I'm going to release an album next Friday. Right. Here. Here you go. Oh, and by the way, six months from now, I'm going to release another one. Right. That's essentially its sister album. Right. And we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, so for me, Paige, you've talked a lot about throughout this podcast how you didn't listen to a lot of Taylor or would not because you were at different parts in mm-hmm. your ministry career. Right. This is finally when I started right. my career in ministry. So I was working out in Cleveland Heights mm-hmm. and was my first appointment, which is your first job right. in the United Methodist Church. In the summer of 2020. In the summer of 2020. I had just graduated from seminary mm-hmm. and my first job. And as I was telling you earlier, I needed happy music. I right. needed cheerful mm-hmm. to get me through that 45-minute drive to the east side. Okay. Yep. Folklore was not that album. No. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. But it serves its place. I would listen to it and I'd be like, okay, this is Taylor. But I didn't have that connection to it. I mm-hmm. think more with the Eras Tour this summer, because I created the Eras Tour setlist playlist on my Apple Music mm-hmm. and just would listen to it. And I'm like, oh, these songs are really good. Mm-hmm. And then when we started this project, you were like, well, each week we're going to do a different album and that's all we're going to listen to. And I'm like, well, I'm going to start liking folklore or I'm going to hate it. Or it's going to be a rough week. Or it's going to be a rough week. We texted each other multiple times this week and said, so we're only allowed to pick how many songs again? Right. (laughs) We can only do how many verses because this album is brilliant. It is brilliant. And one of the things she does here Mm -hmm. is for the first time, she's telling other people's stories. Yes. And she talks in The Long Pond uh, documentary about the idea that she was reading and mm-hmm. she was watching movies. Yeah. Like so many of us were. And so that inspired her to write out of a different place, which yes. oh, I love. And it got her a chance to be creative in a new way. Right. I mean, we know she writes music about her friends, about her family, mm-hmm. about boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, situationships. Right. But she got to create in a new way. And I think us being in ministry and probably all of you can relate to how we were all trying to create in new ways during the beginning of the pandemic. It's sort of like a, how are we doing this life that we've always done, Mm -hmm. but now we have to do it in new ways. Right. And she couldn't just go and sit in a studio with someone and bounce ideas off of them. It was, well, I'm sitting here reading a lot, talking to my cats, (laughs) right. You know, watching a lot of TV movies, binging all the things I've never been able to binge before. Right. Yep. And so she was able to have that new sense of, I can write like this, mm-hmm. you know, because this is what I'm experiencing. Right. And it and the tone is different. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that is appropriate to the time, right? Yeah. And to her partners, right? Um, National and Bun Ever are more of that folky, mm-hmm. um, 
indie sort of space. more singer songer right. writing yeah so and that was part of what i loved about it is mm -hmm. that it really it, that's the music i love to listen to it's the music i like yeah. to sing along to yeah so uh i've just related to it so deeply yeah which is weird because i love that type of music as well but this was just sort of like a, i can't right i can't right now yeah and even though we had both started new jobs that summer yes. we were in different places mm -hmm. with it yeah so um well what was your What's the verse that most speaks to you? This one we both had a hard time. We'll see oh, how many goodness. we share. And if we don't get them all, they'll be in our show notes on the website, pastorswifties.com. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you think? So I'm going to go with one that as soon as I said it, you were like, yep, that's the verse you got to use for this. <laughs> because it's not one that I probably would have picked as my first choice. Mm -hmm. But it definitely, as we were talking more about it earlier today, as we were talking through this episode, you're like, that's your first year of ministry. Right. <laughs> so it's, this is me trying, which is track nine. And it's specifically verse 27. At least I'm trying. Yeah. Because I literally was like, here, go have fun. If you make mistakes, no big deal. Right. None of us are really none watching you. What, and none of us know what we're doing. And none of us know what we're doing because we're all doing this for the first mm -hmm. time. We were rewriting rules for things. We were learning how to do things as they happened, right. learning how to do Christmas away from everybody, learning how to do a second Easter mm -hmm. away from everybody, learning how to do church right, in very non-traditional ways. I don't know if when you got your call to ministry, God said, hey, guess what? This is going to go great until about here. And then you're going to do absolutely everything that I told you not to do or just it's going to be very, very different than what you think ministry is. I mean, it's sort of ironic. My first degree yeah. is in electronic media production. So in a weird way, I was oddly prepared for the what we had to do in ministry. Yeah. Uh, and it was hard. I moved, again, I moved an hour and a half away from all my people. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a hard year. Mm -hmm. It was. And so, yeah, so... I also have Epiphany and Exile as my two other first listens, but definitely as I've heard this past week, at least I'm trying, and I sort of feel like our boss would have been like, you're at least trying. Right. You at least put forth the effort. You're taking care of your people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at least you're trying. So that is definitely, I would say, my first listen. Okay. And that would definitely be the theme for yeah. 2020, 2020, 2021 for me. So what about you, Paige? Well, mine was also hard to pick, right? Yes. I listened to Last Great American Dynasty over and over again. I love This Is Me trying mm -hmm. as well. But for me, it's mm -hmm. all about Mirabal. Yes. And part of the reason that it was all about Mirabal, especially as I thought about it in the context of this project, mm -hmm. is because it called back to something I read several years before. Okay. So I love to read. I read a ton. Mm -hmm. And I read this book um, probably about when it came out. It's called Post-Traumatic Church Syndrome. It's by a woman named Reva Riley. And her project basically was, I'm going to visit 30 different ways of doing faith. Mm -hmm. And it says 30 different religions mm -hmm. by her 30th birthday. She counts different denominations as different religions. Okay. But she explores... Um, goes to a Buddhist temple, goes to 
evangelical churches and progressive churches and a Quaker meeting and all kinds of mm -hmm. stuff. But she ends up having an experience of the divine um, while she's at a Buddhist temple. Mm. And I'm going to read it. Uh, I'm going to read one of the places that she describes it. And so she does a meditation. And during her meditation, she has an image. Mm. And she talks about how, um, let's see, which she says that she sees all these points of light, prisms of rainbow light dancing mm -hmm. around her, and that each point of light was a soul. I saw them all over the world kneeling before their God in one form or another, submitting their prayers, songs, and beads, and candles, and bare feet with the same beautiful intention to reach the divine. And then she continues, the points of light emanated from a round diamond with incalculable mirrored, mirrored facets, a divine disco ball. Without words, I understood this was a picture of God and humanity. I was seeing it because I was it. One little mirror, a small yet essential piece of the whole. Mm. And I love this image of God as a disco ball. Yeah. A mirror ball. Yeah. And I immediately made that connection to mm -hmm. what Reba experienced and wrote about when I yeah. first heard the song Mirror Ball. As I've listened to it uh, the past week, I keep thinking, what if Mirror Ball is God mm -hmm. singing? Like, yeah. what if God is talking yeah. about being a mirror? I'll show you all the, you know, versions mm -hmm. of yourself and yeah. all that. But the particular verse lines that spoke to me are 19 mm -hmm. and then 43 and 44. And it's, I can change everything about me to fit in. Mm. I've never been a natural. All mm. I do is try, try, try. Mm -hmm. And again, in 2020, I yeah. moved to a new place. I was different than people there. It was way yeah. more rural than I was used to. Uh, and I've always felt like mm -hmm. I have to try so hard yeah. for everything, right? Mm -hmm. And it was combined with that image of the divine as a divine disco ball and a mirror ball immediately. Yeah. Like if or when I get a Taylor Swift themed tattoo, it will be a mirror ball. Yes. So that for me is. Mine we're talking one. about a little bit later. <laughs> Sorry, mom. She knows I have tattoos. Right? She just doesn't know this one might be coming. There today. we go. <laughs> so now when we started to talk about this project, we put all of the albums on the wall and had, there were a few where each of us were like, I don't know what to do with it. And the other one of us, which was great, went, I know exactly what to do with it. Guess what camp I was in <laughs> for someone who didn't listen to this album a lot before this project. Right? Well, so for me, we're meeting Taylor Swift as a storyteller yeah. here, right? And so for me, this album, The Era of Christ, Mm -hmm. is Jesus as a storyteller. Yeah. And so it's all about the parables. And mm -hmm. we haven't talked a lot about the parables. No, sprinkled every once mm -hmm. in a while, but just briefly mentioned. Now, but these next two episodes, well, we're, we're going in. Right. Well, so just a quick overview. Again, some people who listen are Jesuses, mm -hmm. and some people are Swifties. So Some are starting to become Swifties. Looking at you, Anthony. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And so if you're more Swifty than mm -hmm. Jesus-y, a parable 
is a story with sort of a lesson buried in it. Think basically anything from folklore or evermore. Right, exactly. It's usually they have a dual meaning and Jesus uses parables as a way to tell who God is, how God is, mm-hmm. how we're supposed to be, who he is, all of these things. Yeah. That's his main mode of speaking and teaching. Mm-hmm. So uh, now you had a song here that made you think about how we tend to relate to these parables as people. Yes. In the present. <laughs> and in the past. And in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because as I was listening to it more and more this week, it was one of my favorites to begin with, um, in my first listen and that's exile, Mm. but especially the, I think you'd call it the bridge that she and Bonavir do. And it's all this time. I never learned to read your mind. And she echoes the never learned to read my mind. I couldn't turn things around. You never turned things around because you never gave me a warning sign. I gave so many signs. And I think when I really noticed it was even before I started listening to this, she did this as a surprise song, one of the nights in LA. Okay. And what was amazing, and we'll link to it, is she did all of Bonavir's parts and as well as hers, but the crowd did the echo. Yes. And you can hear the echo because everybody knows mm-hmm. what's supposed to happen there. But as I was listening to it this week, I also was like, huh. So we're all Bonavir going, you never told us any of this. You didn't show us what was going to happen. And Jesus is going, I gave you so many signs, but you never turned them around. Right. And I just, as I was listening to it, I was just like, well, that's Jesus using his parables and us going, I don't understand what you're saying, so I'm not going to listen to you. Or ask the follow-up questions, Peter. Because not all of us can be sitting there with Jesus and asking him the questions that Peter and the other disciples did. But we still are just, well, we're sitting here in exile. Right. Waiting for Jesus to come back and tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I've already told you. I gave you so many signs and and wonders. Yes. And just... Like how it changes and it's like, you know, you never learn to read my mind. And then it was, I gave you so many signs. I was like, yeah, this is Jesus basically saying, really, y'all? Have have you not read anything that I have said? We have four accounts of what I have said. I, I see a post on occasion on Instagram that says, I want to see an episode of Undercover Boss with Jesus in some evangelical churches uh, and lots and non-evangelical yes, too, yes. right? Where oh, we, yes. We clearly missed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the, these stories sometimes are hard to grasp. They are. Yeah. Um, and there's one I didn't, this one didn't come up in my tying things to different mm-hmm. stories, but the parable of the sower. Yeah. Jesus actually tells it twice because he explains mm-hmm. it. It's like the only one I think he explains. Yeah. Um, so I think that there's, he does that sometimes, but he often does. He leaves them up for interpretation. Or he uses another parable to explain the parable. And you're just like, I'm even more confused now, sir. Right. Like, can help me out here. Like, 
I don't. So you're going to tell me about a mustard seed, but then you're also telling me how it's like yeast. And then you're going to also tell me how it's like a widower given her last mite and then something else. And you're just like, but what does it all mean? It's all of it. It's all of it. Yeah. Right? Yes. And it's it, there's a great book that I read. And I get, geez, I read a lot. You do. Um, by uh, Adam Hamilton, who's a yes. United Methodist preacher who read, wrote a book about how to interpret the Bible. Mm -hmm. One of the things he talked about is using something as a colander. So something that, you know, if you're making pasta, right, mm -hmm. you put the water, the water drains out, you keep the pasta. Yeah. Um, well, we can have sort of a colander as we read scripture. Mm -hmm. So we can let wash away the things that aren't helpful, don't aren't clear, and that don't show what we know God to be. Yeah. So uh, Adam says his sort of colander is Jesus, but also love of God and love of neighbor mm -hmm. and love of self. And if yeah. it doesn't further those things, let it wash away. Hmm. And I think with the parables, Jesus is saying, look, maybe a woman who's in the audience knows what yeast does. Yes. But maybe her husband who's planting the field knows what a mustard seed is like. Mm -hmm. And so these are images that fit into different views of the world mm -hmm. um, so that we can find different ways to try to grasp what the kingdom of God is like. Yeah. It makes me think of when Paige and I were in Cambodia and one of our tasks was to teach the Cambodian people about the parables. Yes. And it's like, okay, we're from America. They're in Cambodia. What can we use that they would understand mm -hmm. to bridge that right. divide of everything? And watching them grasp it so quickly is yes. just like, okay, yep, these these stories are universal. Well, and in some cases too, when they're in a of an agrarian nature, right? Mm -hmm. Farming, they have a better understanding of that than we do, mm -hmm. right? We're both city girls, basically. Like yeah. so. I, I maybe planted herbs. Don't know that I've ever I, I successfully tried, grown. I tried them. doing tomatoes this summer and forgot about them. Story of my life. The deer enjoyed them. Oh, well, good, good on you feeding the deer. I well, appreciate it. I don't think my neighbor, neighbors like that, but you know. So I know as I listened to it, I found different. Yes, you heard parables. all the stories. You heard all of them. I did. I found all the stories. Yes. So, you know, one of the centering points of this album is the love triangle. Okay. Yes. Right? Betty, James, and Inez. No. Nope. Augustine. Augustine. Who doesn't have a name. She's unnamed. But Taylor likes to think of her as Augustine. So, yes, and Jack calls her a different name, and it was hysterical to watch right. the two of them. Or just, started. he said she was nameless. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about nameless women. As yes. in earlier in the podcast, right? Yes, yes. So Cardigan, mm -hmm. Betty, and August yes. are the three tracks that are specifically about the love triangle. Mm -hmm. There's lots of other places people tie in other songs. Yeah. Um, but when I thought about it, I thought about the story of the prodigal son. Mm. And we don't have an older brother character, however, among those songs. Mm -hmm. We have... Betty as the father. Okay. James as the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. And I suppose Augustine is everything that drew him away, right? Yes. The life that the son was attracted to. So this story is in Luke's gospel. And it is one of the stories that I think people who don't know the Bible have some familiarity with. Yes. You, you know the term a prodigal child. Right. 
Yes. So the younger son of this landowner says, give me, a, give me my inheritance now. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. He goes off. He, and he spends all the money. Yes. And has to feed pigs. Now, for a Jewish man to have to feed pigs, that's like the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. And so finally, he decides to come home. Mm-hmm. And so as I think about Betty, where James is thinking about this is the last time I'll imagine what it'll be like when you see me again. Will you welcome me home Mm -hmm. or will you throw me out? Right. For Yeah. She says it much better because she's a better writer. But um, I kept thinking about that image of that fear of when we've made mistakes, when we've Mm -hmm. done something wrong and we want to come home. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Yeah. Are we going to be welcomed? Mm-hmm. And because Cardigan is what Cardigan is, mm-hmm. she's more like the father. Yeah. The older brother is mad. So the father throws the younger brother a party because my mm-hmm. son's home. Yay. Yes. He realized he needs me. Right. And all the other things. And the older brother is like, are you kidding me? I've been here. I've done all the things. Right. I've taken care of your things. And the father says to the older brother, I love this line. Everything I have is yours. Mm-hmm. You've always been here. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that character no. in this triad. No. Um, but it made me think of that story. Yes. A yeah. Lot. So. Yeah. Um, August, though, mm-hmm. since we're talking about that one, yes. in, the, in the documentary, yes. she talks about August. And there's mm-hmm. a line that says, meet me behind the mall. Mm-hmm. And she mentions that she had this written down in her phone for forever Uh and was so excited to get to use it in this Mm -hmm. song. And so it made me think about how Jesus says the kingdom of God is like yeast. And it makes things grow, right? Yes. Yes. Like it grows. So I was kind of like, oh, this line is like yeast. Uh (laughs) It makes everything grow. And a whole song grew around it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I follow. You follow? Yes. (laughs) But, like, that's what this album is, is it's you're finding these little nuggets Mm -hmm. of just glimmers of something. Right. You know, mirrorball, pun intended, Mm -hmm. you know, of her storytelling. Yes. That is rich to begin with, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like... She had nothing else to do. Right. So she was able to spend more time perfecting her craft Mm -hmm. and able to put more into this because she wasn't interrupted by other things. Right. Because in the Miss Americana documentary that's for the Lover album, Mm -hmm. she mentions to the producer that she's working with that she's like, yeah, I know in three years I'm going to be at this place doing this concert. And then she didn't do that concert. And then she wasn't able to. So the mm-hmm. for the first time since probably before she started, I mean, even during that year she took off where mm-hmm. she wasn't seen, she was still doing things. But right. this was sort of the, I am stuck in my home. Right. With my cats. Mm-hmm. They provide entertainment, but only so much. Right. You know, they're... Um, marshmallow fights, as she likes to call right, them. Right, right. Nobody's going to get hurt, but Nobody's they're going to gonna... make all the noise. Yes, yes. So it's like she was able to perfect them. It's almost like 
Jesus with how many times you tell these parables. Mm -hmm. It's like the first time you didn't really get it. Right. So let me tell it to you again, but in a different way. So maybe you'll get it this time. You still did it. Okay. Let's try a third time. Right. Okay. One more time. Right. (laughs) You still did it. Well, you know, so there is that correlation Mm -hmm. of the storyteller of Jesus and the storyteller of Taylor. Well, and when you take this idea that he'll talk about something from a bunch of different angles, mm-hmm. right? Again, that's yeah. those three that um, makes me think about there's time when he is trying to explain what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. He's um, teaching in the temple and he tells three parables that are designed to teach how we're supposed to live while waiting for Jesus to return. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is the 10 bridesmaids. Another is the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. And he kind of takes these three yeah. you know, perspectives and says, here's, and they all make much more sense when you take them as a combination. Yes. Right. Like they're each really good parables on their but own. But you need to have them all together to right. make sense. And especially Parable of the Talents, and I'm cheating because this was what I preached on Sunday. Yeah. So lucky me. Um, I had a few people ask me about the Parable of the Talents after I preached on it, and they mm-hmm. heard in it something very different. Okay. Um, in fact, what they heard was actually a really negative message that mm. the, there's a line, right, that to much to those who have much, much will be given. Mm-hmm. Um, and to those who don't have a lot, less will be given kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And, yeah. And a couple of people were like, well, that, that's awful. This isn't who God is. This isn't who Jesus is. This yeah. isn't. And I was like, oh, if you're not reading it in the whole context of Jesus is talking about mm-hmm. a very specific time. You're going to miss all this. You're going to miss some of that. And so for me, there was a, as I think about that combination, right? Like mm-hmm. Cardigan is a great song on its own. Yeah. So is August and so is Betty. But when you put them together, mm-hmm. now you've got something bigger. And you got the complete picture. Right. Or at least more of the picture. More of the picture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think what's really interesting about this album is previous, all the ones before it, we were able to say this is where God is because she says the words God, Jesus, faith, mm-hmm. pray, right, that sort of thing. This one, we had to look more for the images. Right. And you've already heard a little bit about that first image of the mirror ball. Mm -hmm. But I think the one that I really connected to was the invisible string. Um, We're taught from a very early age how we're all connected. Mm -hmm. How we're all just, you know, sisters and brothers in Christ. All of this. But then... You know, God is connected to us. We're connected mm-hmm. to each other, but we can't see that string. Right. There's not like a physical string mm-hmm. that is tying me to God somewhere, but I right. know right. that string is there. Yeah. And there's a line from it, and I think it's one of your lines from maybe from your um, re-listen. Yeah. Is the hell was the journey, but it brought me heaven. Yeah. And as we know, 2020 was hard year. Yes. A lot of us went through hell, mm-hmm. depending on if you were affected by COVID, right. if you knew someone that was, if you lost someone because mm-hmm. of it, you went through hell. Right. We went through hell starting a new job. Right. 
in the midst of that and trying to meet our people mm-hmm. in all of that. But also we've been through hell of losing people very close to us. Right. Not saying that heaven is the reward of us going through that. No. But we've gotten to that other side. Right. And, I mean, we had this conversation earlier about our relationship with our parents. Yes. Yeah. Um, You lost your father. Mm -hmm. I've lost my mother. Mm -hmm. Both of us were closer to the parent that passed away. Yeah. But losing them Mm -hmm. made us closer to the parent that survived. Yes. Yeah. And, again, I love having a good relationship with my dad. Mm -hmm. Make me pick. I'd rather have mom too. Also. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Um, and we'll talk, I'll talk a little bit more probably about my mom next week, but yeah, this, that idea mm-hmm. of going through the grinder, the garbage, yes. the, the worst and coming out the other side changed mm-hmm. is for me, again, I've said this before, that's the whole gospel narrative, yes. right? Yes. Is that there's new life yeah. after any of the garbage yeah the worst of it right like yeah there's always new life at the end Mm -hmm. even when especially when it's Mm -hmm. not the life you ever imagined no no because i don't think any of us three and a half years ago would have been hey i think i should go through a global pandemic how about it right I think we all would have said, no, thank you. No, thank you. And again. Or any of the things that have happened in the last three years. Mm-hmm. You know, as us elder millennials were like, we've been through enough. Can we just take a pass on the next unprecedented right. times? Yeah. Can, can, we, can we have some precedented times can now? Right. Can we, you know, you know, and I yeah. think all of the things that we have been through, I think really influenced our Mm -hmm. songs for the re-listen probably yeah because this was because you know i put down my songs that first listen those Mm -hmm. were what i was going to do the re-listen that is when i was texting Paige and being like we need to record because i just keep finding lyrics right oh my gosh so many so So since we still have some time left i'm gonna say we talk about at least two or three of ours re-listen i do have a couple other parables we can talk about too yes so what parables first and then into our re-listens? Let's each share a verse and then we'll do a parable and we'll come back. Sounds good. How's that? So okay. what's your, what one do you want to start with here? So I'm going to start with seven. Okay. Um, and I didn't warn her, but Christine, I'm talking about you today. <laughs> this is your official warning. Um, but seven, when I heard it the second time, I was like, oh, bestest. That's what I call Christine and I call each other that because we're more than best friends. We're like sisters. Um, And probably 15 or 16 years ago, we've been best friends for 20 plus years. Yeah. Wow. And we send each other Valentine's Day cards. We went to college multiple states apart. It's Mm -hmm. what instituted our three-hour rule. Okay. We have to be no more than three hours away from each other. Okay. We were we were three hours and fifteen minutes when she was in Pittsburgh. She got a she got an out for that and in a hey, so this is what we're doing. There was a phone call. We're good. She's now back in Bree and we're only forty five minutes away from each <laughs> other. So um but we would always end 
cards to each other with love you to the moon and back Mm -hmm. because for a long time it was just the two of us right she is now happily married and has a wonderful husband but it's still like but you and me forever and it's always forever yeah and so when i heard this song this summer when it was a surprise song for one of the pittsburgh nights ironically enough um with aaron dresner from the national yes and it's I love you to moon to the moon and Saturn. And I'm just like, oh, that's so much more. Yeah. And so that's what we've now starting to say oh, to I each other. That. And in fact, I even made friendship bracelets for us and went and saw the Eras movie. Um, but yeah, like because she has been with me through everything. Mm-hmm. She has seen me at my absolute, absolute worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was with me the night my dad died. So she, she has literally seen me. At my absolute on the worst, worst day of your life. Yeah. On the worst day of my life, I have seen her through the absolute worst. Right. We have been through some stuff. stuff. <laughs> um, this album's also really hard to not curse with because there's a lot of great. Right. I mean, uh, cursing lines. is palliative. Yes. And and is... yes. Right. But we've been through some things. But we've come out through it, mm-hmm. still together, right. grown closer together, deeper together. I don't know what I would do without mm-hmm. her. Um, and she knows all of this. This is just now forever. It will right. be recorded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Love You to the Moon and Saturn is, is me and Christine. I love it. This may be the Taylor Swift tattoo I get. Okay. I like it. I like it. A moon and a Saturn. Yeah. I think yeah. about the rings of Saturn right there, mm-hmm. rocky. There's yeah. a lot yeah. of rockiness there. So what's your one verse before we go to our parable? Um, I think is I'm going to go with peace. Ooh. So um, there's, again, this is an album. I had to stop myself from writing more down. Mm-hmm. I definitely could have written more down. But yeah. this one changed for me a little bit as I watched the thing, as I watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, we had tried to get the Long Pond vinyl. We failed because we continually underestimate Swifty's determination to do mm-hmm. anything. Uh, and so I hadn't watched it yet. Then we started the project. So I said, I'm going to wait. So I finally mm-hmm. watched it last week. And she talks about the song Peace. Mm-hmm. And that for her, it's about the fact that her life is always going to be crazy. Anybody mm-hmm. that she's with, they're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Travis is doing such a good job. Um, good job, Cleveland boy. Right. And. Um, Aaron from the national says for him, it's about depression. Mm -hmm. And as someone I've shared this with some mental health challenges, Mm -hmm. depression, ADHD, I, um, really, that really hit me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember talking with my boyfriend early in our relationship because you're just so happy all the time. And I looked at him and I went, no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the question was, is that, that's going to be okay, right? Because that's not who I am. Yes, yeah. I am. I said this. I try to be positive. Mm-hmm. I try to still have light in the world. Yes. And there are times mm-hmm. uh, when that's harder. Yeah. And so I love this particular line from Peace. It says, I'd give you my sunshine, give you my best, but the rain is always going to come if you're standing with me. Mm. This idea that, yes, I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's still going to be rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, I think 
piece in that way yeah is <clears throat> that was really spoke to me yeah for it so i think you had a story for peace i did what was yeah. that story it's not a parable no but it's, it's not okay. but it is a story um more with when she was talking about peace from the documentary erin mm -hmm. sent her the instrumental and she goes that's what peace sounds like to me okay <clears throat> Peace is what we're all striving for, what we're all looking for, what mm. we're all needing in our lives, whether it be from whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it's what we're all hoping Jesus gives us. Right. Um, so to me, peace was the crowds whenever they were around Jesus that just wanted to get some of that mm. calmness mm. that okay. he had. Yes, we know there were times when he was not calm, <clears throat> flipping tables, cursing trees, <laughs> all of those things. Right. But I think there was just that, I don't know, for me, I picture Jesus just being someone that just radiated this feeling around mm -hmm. him, that you wanted to be near him. Because don't we have those people in our life that right. you're like, I just feel so much calmer around right. you. There's just this peace around you. And it's just like, oh. so that's to me, you know, yes, the lyrics for peace don't align with mm -hmm. that. But I think in the way she describes peace is that this song feels right. like what I think peace is. It's interesting because I think the way that Jesus gets there mm -hmm. is, um, something that speaks to the song the lakes mm, mm -hmm. and jesus has this piece because jesus yeah. cares for himself mm -hmm. right so jesus repeatedly goes off somewhere to pray <clears throat> mm -hmm. i don't know that i'll be able to list the verses for that yeah. uh, either in the show notes or if you're watching online uh, because there are so many and they're all like yes. short it's like half a verse here yes. and there jesus went off to pray um, but I think about the lakes where she says, take mm. me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she talks about the mountains mm -hmm. are the perfect place to cry. Mm -hmm. And Jesus often went away into the mountains mm -hmm. and that's how it is that he had that mm -hmm. peace. Yeah. So yeah. I do have one parable I don't want to not talk about. Yes, please I want to make sure to talk about mad woman. Yes. Because I'm telling you when this clicked, I was like, brilliant yeah it's brilliant so mm -hmm. mad woman is such a good song yes anyway it's a very good song uh, and to hear her talk about it again mm -hmm. on documentary is great but this idea right like every time you call mm -hmm. um her angry she gets more angry right uh-huh yes and you did that to her you made her uh -huh. this way yes i mean i it's so good it clicked so many things that have happened in taylor's life and you're like oh, yeah people did this to her but it's also the patriarchy. Yes. How often, every time yes. you call me crazy, I get more crazy. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> all too well, 10-minute version. Right. But all of us, again, yes. all of us, you know. Yes, yes. So you know the line. <laughs> there is a story. There is a parable. That yes. I think it gets, it doesn't get the showing. It doesn't get, it's not as mm -hmm. flashy as the prodigal it's son. It's a good one. But it's called the parable of the persistent widow. Yes. And I forget why she wants to talk to the judge, but she wants to talk to the judge and he will not talk to her mm -hmm. and she will not stop yeah. knocking. Yeah. And it is so good as an image of how we're called 
to continue to keep working on our faith. But I also mm -hmm. think it's God's relentless pursuit of us, right? Yes. God yes. loves all of us so much that mm -hmm. God's like, no, 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 no. No, no, I love you. Stop yeah. trying to get away. Stop. Yeah. I love yeah. you. No, yeah. what? no, really, I love you. It's a little creepy, but it's like, okay, thanks, God. <laughs> our, our bishop likes to say God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. And thank God, goodness. Right? Right. And God just keeps, they just keep mm -hmm. pursuing us. And so this parable of the persistent widow yeah. is such a good one. And it really did. It made me think mm -hmm. of that woman. Because yeah. they see her as crazy. And yes. And if I remember correctly, the judge relents. Yes, he does. And sees yeah. her mm -hmm. and gives her what he can. I think he couldn't solve her problem entirely. Yeah. But she would not give up on him. I think she needed money for something. I can't remember. Um, it's Luke 18, 1 through 8. So, well, you know, we can confirm that and, yes. double, you know, check. But I think it's a, it's a good story because it's really yeah. about her willingness, not whether or not her problem is solved. But her but willingness just, to not give up. Yeah. And that's what we just need to do is to not give up mm -hmm. with these things. Right. Is to just keep asking the questions, keep demanding answers, keep finding out who we are in this right. mad, mad world. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I got one more parable. One more parable? Okay. Uh, uh, the parable of the Good Samaritan. Yes. Again, this is one people know when they're, mm -hmm. whether they're Christian, go yes. to church. Yes. Generally, we know the story. Uh, man is injured. Two holy men walk by, ignore him. A third man, a Samaritan, sees this man, cares for him, takes him to an inn, mm -hmm. pays for his care. So, Epiphany. Mm. Such a beautiful song. It is such a beautiful song. And it talks about how taxing it can be to care for someone mm -hmm. and how much we give of ourselves in mm -hmm. those moments. And so for me, as I thought about it, it really did, it reminded me of that, the parable yeah. of the Good Samaritan. Yeah. And it's uh, especially the, um, back I think she's um, crashing now. Yeah. Part, you know, yeah. it, it does. Or the 20 minutes, you only have 20 minutes to sleep. Mm -hmm. For her, this was probably one that spoke very much into the season, the time we were in. Yes. And it's also also about her grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, who fought in, I believe, World War II. Mm -hmm. um, so you have those two terrible things that you don't know how they're going to end up. Right. And you don't know how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, it made me think of the Good Samaritan. Yeah. So yeah. Now you had some other verses. I did. I do. Um, so the one that, goodness, there's just too many good ones, but I think I'm going to continue with my friend, um, relation of all these songs and go back to invisible strength. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and it's lines 12 through 15 and it's, isn't it just so pretty to think all along there was some invisible string tying you to me. Mm. And yes, that's between you know, a relationship, a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's also a friendship. Mm -hmm. um, as we've mentioned in multiple episodes, Paige and I met each other in 2017 mm -hmm. and spent two and a half weeks together right. on another continent on the other side of the world. So friendships form very, very quickly. Yes. And we have been very lucky that that friendship has continued. Yeah. 
but it hasn't been until this year mm-hmm. that we're in the same place again. Right. For longer than two and a half weeks. Right. In the Methodist church, you get moved all over. Mm-hmm. You never know where you're going to be or where friends are going to end right. up. But to me, that was like, oh, Paige and I have still been connected mm-hmm. by this invisible string because we've still been doing ministry together. Right. But now we get to do ministry together. Right. In the same space. Yes. Yes. So invisible string, the lakes, my tears ricochet in August. Also wonderful. Also have multiple lines. They will be in the show notes. Yes. I love it. I yes. Love it. So one more song for you. Um, I think that it's... Uh, I mean, we mentioned that one of mine was Invisible String earlier. Yes. Hell was the journey, but it brought me heaven. Mm-hmm. But the other one that I just listened to over and over again is Illicit Affairs. Mm. And uh, everybody loves the bridge. I like the payoff. Mm-hmm. I like what comes right after the bridge. Mm. You know, don't call me kid. Don't call me baby. Uh, but then she says, and you know damn well. That for you, I would ruin myself a million little times. Mm-hmm. And the feeling, that sense of being with someone who mm-hmm. changes everything mm-hmm. is so powerful. Yeah. Um, and just and the passion with which she says it and, and all of that. That line yeah. I come back to. I also think that there's just some power in that song, mm-hmm. in that perspective. Again, yeah. she's offering different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I tried really hard to think of like, is there a parable that goes with illicit affairs? Yeah. And the only thing I came up with was, okay. it's not a parable, but Jesus says, let your yes be yes and your mm. no be no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was sort of the one that I could think yeah. of thinking about like, keep, the affairs generally people aren't all saying yeah. yes or no so yeah there's a few other parables that we that had references to those will be in the show notes yes and next week we're on to the sister yes but first track five. Oh, right yes track five from this album is actually my tears ricochet phenomenal so song good. And as she describes in the Long Pond Sessions, it's a song about greed, betrayal, about someone that hurt you from the inside. They know um, all the villain who used to be your best friend. And she says there's a part of it that people who know, no, no, yeah, right. And you're like, ooh, can I be on the inside to know? <laughs> yeah, Good. you know. So since this was your album. This was the one that you were so excited about. What is your track five of the Jesus stories, of the Jesus parable? What's your track five parable? Oh, goodness. Wow. I didn't prep you for that at all. You did not. I mean, like, the easy answer feels like the Good Samaritan because everybody knows it. Yeah. But I think it might be the parable of the sower. Mm. which we didn't get in this episode um, because it's the one he retells. It's the one mm. he comes back and explains. His people come back, his the disciples mm-hmm. come back to him and say, Jesus, what was that about? Yeah. And he tells it again and he explains it. Mm-hmm. So the 
parable of the sower, which is um, a man sows seeds on different kinds of ground mm -hmm. and how the seed takes or doesn't take. Mm -hmm. Again, for those of you who are more swifty than Jesusy, yeah, a quick overview of that. Yeah. One. So yeah, what about yeah. you? Is there a track five parable? See, I was going to do the persistent widow. Hmm. Okay. Just with how he wants us to be persistent. Yeah. In our faith. Yeah. That I think that would be, you know, the parable that I would pick. All right. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Parable of the persistent widow. So next week we'll probably get some more of these parables with Evermore, but probably a different gospel version of them if they're in another one of the gospels. We'll yeah. So next week we have Evermore. We're inching closer and closer to the end of at least this project. Right. Well, this part of it. This part of it. Yes. Yes. So Evermore is next week. But as always, Sunday, don't forget to look out for our Sunday question of what is your folklore Jesus mm -hmm. story? Is there a parable you would have added into this album? Yeah. Is there a parable you're looking forward to us talking about that you're surprised we didn't talk about maybe? Right. What would you pick as your track five? story and then what are your verses yeah what are the lines in this album that speak to you and if you're like us and can't pick just one that's, that's fine totally okay yes that's yes. totally okay this is um this album again i mean the next this these two i can't pick between them mm -hmm. i love them both yeah uh, and so i'm so excited for evermore and it's thanksgiving so yes. I don't want to miss opportunity to say that how thankful we are for all of you. Yes, we're so thankful. Uh, it's been so fun to get to do this project. We get to do it in part because you're listening yeah. and joining us on this journey through the eras of Christ. And you can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, find podcasts. You can find us on our website. On YouTube. And uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. So yes. just look for Pastor Swifties. That's who we are. We're your Pastor Swifties. Yes. And again, we're so thankful for you mm -hmm. and for getting to do this project. It's yes. just so fun. Yes. And always, we have a Pastor Swifty PS for you. So let us pray. All right. God, we thank you for letting us to keep trying, to keep trying and to keep trying. That we are connected by this invisible string to every single person, to the Bettys and the Augusts and the James. Thank you for being that warm cardigan we put on and help us to wipe away those tears as they ricochet down our face as we look for that peace and epiphany that you can only bring us. In your son's most holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. As a way of our benediction, I'm going to come back to yes. the uh, end of this book. Uh, again, this is by Reba Riley, and in her, let's see if I can find it quickly, afterward she says that I picked a faith which is bigger than religion. I picked God, who is bigger than any of us know. I picked love, which is bigger than everything. I hope my little mirror on the divine disco ball sparkles with the light of the way of Jesus, the great example of faith and love, the perfect reflection of God. I hope it shows the infinite power of resurrection. Everything hurt is healed again. Mm. Amen. So Amen. go shine for your little piece of God's mirror ball. Yes. Have a great week. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.